The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. joining me tonight is another episode of the you better live show with your girl you know the goddess the queen chess world the empress lady cake mix i love you god loves you god bless you thank you for joining me tonight i'm a little bit under the weather is that what it's called when you just feeling sick was that just like when it's associated with like a cold or anything yeah under the weather is it's ill right well i'm feeling quite ill i thought that i was over it you guys um, I'm coming tonight in rare form. As you can see, my chin is shiny boots because I got some narrow sporing on it because I was picking it. I'm going to tell y'all the whole story. But you know how I start off and before everything, I got to give all honor and glory to God. And then I got to do my prayer. And then I'm going to tell y'all the whole story. And then we're going to get into some other stories too because you know it's always some what in the what and always some what and the world. I don't have too many tonight because just like I told y'all, I was under the weather. Um, I got to talk yesterday uh, with money. Haven't talked to him lately, but hmm, I guess that. Um, and it's always a pleasure. And we talked and we talked and we talked probably to what? Three, something, four, something in the morning. He was trying to help me get this equipment together. Y'all just don't know how much he do. I tell him, he is a producer, CEO, a director in the IT all in one. Definitely a man of many trades, trades, and he slays. Um, so let's get into our press. So I can tell y'all this story about how I've not been feeling good, and then I can get the run of my mouth about all this other stuff. Okay. All right. God, I thank you. I thank you for giving me another day, oh Father God, with a sound mind, body, and soul, oh Father God. I thank you for everyone who is born, everyone who supports me, Lord, everyone who gives me love genuinely. Oh, Father God, I ask you to lift people up where they fall short, oh, Father God. Give us understanding, oh, Father God. Thank you for giving us the knowledge, oh, Father God, that we need to seek you and to follow you, oh, Father God. But a wise man, a wise woman knows that we know nothing, Lord. So continue to keep us, oh, Father God. It's so much tragedy in the world. It's so much dysfunction. We cannot neglect or not um, recognize our blessings, oh, Father God. So while many times we say we may not complain, we do have to acknowledge it, God, and we are going through. But the joy and the glory is that, that when we go through, we got you, and you're never leaving us or forsaking us. So thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Amen. 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 Yes, you got to always stay prayed up and praise that fan because you already know it's a lot. It be a lot going on. So like I was saying with a lot going on, yeah, I'm going to tell you all about me. Not too much to him, I, but I'm going to let y'all know. So people was joking me when I had this bump saying, girl, you just ain't had none of what I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I'm rarely ever sick. And I believe that it is that part too. What, the, what they say, it is that part too. I let y'all in a little bit of chase throw, but 
I really was thinking like, golly, I'm not a person that is usually sick. Like I said, I was contributing into um, me grieving, me just grieving and me just really sitting around having a lot of time on my hands to think, to pray and to praise. And I'm telling you, like I was saying in a prayer um, earlier, I'm doing a lot more these days to enlighten myself and to educate myself and obtain knowledge of who I am, who, um, you know, my people are, just all of that. My God, everything else like that. And I'm telling you, it's scary. When you get all this information, it's scary. It feel like when you really sit around and you really think of life is just scary and the things that is going on, is just a mess. And it's really hard not to stress about it. It really is. But I thank God that every time I'm going through those situations or anything else like that, that I know to call on him, I know to stay prayed up and praised up and talk to the inner goddess that is in me while I'm giving those praises to the most high. You get me? You get me? But well, anyway, the week before last, no, last week, this, well, let me say that first too. This year is flying. Can y'all believe that this Sunday is Palm Sunday? Yes. For, the, for those who follow the Christian faith, is this Sunday is Palm Sunday and next Sunday is Easter. Like already. Like next week, Monday is April. What? No. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's already be April. April the 1st. That is ridiculous. And then while I'm on the months too, let me go back a little bit. While I'm on the months too, let me get them birthday shout outs to them early. Yes, it's still early season. It was a lot of people um, I seen uh, Facebook homer, Sherelle, happy birthday. My good sis, my good friend, Shalina Brown. Y'all know I'm going to shout her out anytime when I'm around in town. Um, I always tell her, I thank God that me and her are still getting down and we are still around. So my girl is celebrating her 24th birthday. <laughs> that was our joke yesterday. Her birthday was yesterday, actually on March 29th. So I can never forget it because she is a 29 girl. Y'all know mine's at 729, right? July 29. So that's my good, good girl. Definitely a shout out to her. Shalina Brown. Yes. God bless you. God loves you. Wish you many more, sis. It's a lot of birthdays. Every month, um, I always say, oh, I guess all of the, the seasons of these birthdays and these zodiac signs or whatever. I just be realizing um, how many signs we coming through. And I know a lot of people from a lot of parts of the zodiac signs. So I got to experience a lot with different people. And I'm so grateful for that. Because Aries are very special, very special people. But I like all those zodiac signs. I like everybody. Like I always tell y'all. It matters, but it really don't. It is some characteristics to it and stuff like that. Oh, trust, believe. Um, I do believe that, but I'm not too into it. Where I'm just thinking that everything that's oh yeah, well, I'll say no, 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 not at all, not at all, because everybody is different, and some people I'm telling you, it'd be definitely off. So we got them Aries up in the buildings. I think up next is the Tauruses. Then it's going to be followed by the cancers that just make you sick. My hands just like, no, I love y'all. Um, and then, you know, it's going to come through with the mighty Leos and then the Virgos and then everybody else. You know how we did. <laughs> and then everybody else. Um, so, yeah, last week, y'all, I was feeling sick. I contributed to grief, different things that I was going through. Like, what is going on? And I'm one of those people um, I tried to let things out, but I have to admit, I have to acknowledge it. Um, and I think a lot of us do this because we are just conditioned as we go through life to be this type of way. 
Um, we hold everything in. We really hold everything in. And we, when we do share it, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of times you don't get the response you want. Or, um, and on top of the response, the understanding, you know what I mean? So it's really hard and difficult for me sometimes to communicate to people what I'm going through. And even when I communicate what I'm going through, and it can be something that is like devastating to me, I notice that I have a way to do it jokingly. I don't, I don't know why it is. I do, I do it jokingly. You know, I've kind of learned to just laugh at life and laugh at different situations. I got to share that with y'all too. Um, this poem <laughs> that I got that says sometimes you just got to laugh to yourself. Not tonight, but I promise y'all, I'm going to definitely have that for y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to have that for that for y'all. But tonight's topic, y'all, is I'd rather have coffee. I think it's rather coffee, rather have coffee, rather have coffee, because this tea that y'all be mumping, I'm, I'm going to get into that too. Um, but let me tell y'all my story, because y'all know I be talking and different stuff come to my mind, and I'm keep going around what I'm trying to tell y'all about what I've been going through with this little illness and weather, right? Um, so yeah, I was contributing it to a lot of people that were very dear and near and special to me. A lot of people that I miss so much. And it's not only um, family. And what, when I say family, what I'm saying is like blood related because realistically, as I've grown and gone through life, I'm grateful for that too. I've had the opportunity to connect with some awesome people, some awesome spirits, um, some people that were not so good too. So I ain't got to bring that up too. We all not so good too. Um, but for the most part, just like my days, the good days over in my bad days, it's like the people that come in my life, the good people, I have the bad ones. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, but I've just been missing people. You know, just like I was telling y'all, i just been having a lot of time on my hands when I really having things and people or people that you love people that are just transitioning so just rapidly um you know, being there to support them, to support people that I know that are going through um, devastating illnesses. It's just been a lot. And just like I told you, I'm one of the people that generally holds things in, and I'm starting to tear up a little bit just thinking about it. Um, but I'm grateful that I can talk to God. But yeah, that's what I've been going through, y'all. i just been missing people. i just been missing people. Um, I just been keep uh, trying to encourage myself and what I come on here weekly to encourage y'all that you know you better live. Um, and of course, to bring you your news, give it to y'all through our views. Of course, of course, because that's what we do. So I hope every week y'all party because things need to be exposed. Uh, <laughs> see, the night y'all working through a webcam, y'all. So y'all probably heard my phone just uh, go off. So I keep looking here and keep looking. But, but anyway, um, but yeah, that's what I've been really, really going through a week i at the show and before the show because it's been kind of like two weeks now because it was the week that too if y'all i think i let y'all in the stomach's just been queasy up um i do have a history of ulcer and different stuff like that um stomach problems so um i 
like that. Like I know what it is. Like I get a certain pain in my stomach. Um, I be a certain way. I don't really feel, I feel like lethargic, tired. Um, you know, I kind of take it all in in my core. That is really, really the truth. Like a lot of that really goes to the core of your body. Um, and when I say the core, you know, your stomach, your heart and everything else like that. So when you're doing that worrying and that stress and different things, um, it really attacks, you know, those organs and most of them are in the core, the center of your body, but it really does a number on my stomach or so I realized that I do a number on myself <laughs> to get my stomach to be doing all that. So um, I was noticing and doing that and I was like, something that I ate. Um, then on the next morning, I woke up on a Friday, my whole chin was like out. Like just red, right? So I was like, wait a minute, is it like something trying to get out of me? You know, for all y'all that had a system of bull before, so y'all already know. So I'm like, is this a system of bull on my chin? It was very sore, it was red, but it wasn't like no opening on it, right? It wasn't no opening. And let me tell y'all this too a bull, my first cyst of bull, like two or three years ago. I do not know how people get those regularly. Go through that. When I tell you painful, and then when they do get to open up, I got some release, the infection or whatever is in you, it's terrible. It's the worst smell ever. I don't even really want to talk about that much because it's thinking about it. So I'm thinking that I had like a ball on myself because it looked at like all of that, right? So I'm like, wait a minute, I got a ball on my chin? No. And this was the day I had volunteered to do a chat room. <laughs> be a chaperone at the elementary school for my little friends um we, we went out email able time so i was like oh my goodness oh my goodness i got this bull on my chin so me trying to i think be proactive or whatever i should have just went and let it been red um i heated up a red y'all know the little tricks and the regiments they give you for <laughs> trying to uh release that stuff from a cyst because that's what i thought that it was um, and I heated up that rag. I put that heat on there, but I guess that that skin or that layer on your chin is so thin or so sensitive. And y'all, it took it right on off of there. That first layer, I'm telling you, I had that rag on there, y'all. <laughs> and when I did it a couple of times and it felt like it was feeling good, oh, yeah, oh, and it was hurting. You know how you put heat on the cyst too. He like, so I'm thinking, my goodness, this is ruinous, but it was and I actually made it worse than it was and it had took the whole layer like the first layer of my skin it like took it completely off um so it was more redder because you know how like something is kind of chafed and it just was more redder so like my chin was raw so what did I do I cleaned it with peroxide I put neurosporin on there um, but I was really shocked because I was trying to find a way, a mask, a band-aid. I was putting stuff on there. Oh, that just brings more attention. I said, I'm just going to go ahead. And that's when I knew <laughs> that I was kind of a little bit getting over my hump or I guess, uh, yeah, being in that slumps of, I guess people could call it stress. I mean, you hold on to that kind of being depressed a little bit, um, or that grieving stuff that I was going through, just grieving life. And grievance of my situation right now, just a whole bunch, you know, on me. 
um, different people situations. So I'm like, okay, I pulled through y'all. Ain't trying to come it up, but nothing. I went and um, <laughs> she had the wrong trip. And yes, people was looking. I'm telling you, everybody's face, always people on my face. Anyway, because I always say I'm one of those people when people see me, it's kind of like, hey, you know, they get to telling me their stories or their um their issues for the day or over their life. I don't know what that's about, but I'm grateful for that too, that they see something in me where they can confide and invent. But sometimes I be told, hell, I'd rather have coffee. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I went through with the trip, thought everything was okay. And since then, it's been kind of like two weeks now. Um, I just every day been waking up, putting peroxide on it, especially at night, having a little um, regimen or whatever. But it kind of felt like it was like a little swollen behind it. So I've been picking it. I'm not, I, I'm not going to lie. And I was like, oh, my goodness, my face look like, you know, how like, and not to make light of it when people be having substance abuse issues or whatever. And they pick their face. I was like, oh, my goodness, I just now <laughs> seen somebody. So I was like, is this some good get back from the universe? Because I had just seen somebody. Um, riding through the traffic, you know, you know trying to ask me change. I said, she had all these cravings and she was speaking her face. And I wanted to give her some money. I did. But when I seen that, it kind of like grossed me out and freaked me out. So I was like scared. I ain't want that. Because like right there, I ain't want that. So I was like, oh, was that my punishment for being shady? Was that my punishment for being shady? So now I'm joking about this bump as if it's like the evil eye. Look. Like the evil eye, you know, the one that protects you from the evil. Yeah, that 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 eye symbol. So I'm like, it's all good. So that's what I'm thinking about <laughs> now. I'm thinking about it positively. I'm like, yeah, it's protecting me. And then it's at the bottom of my temple and underneath my mouth because that's definitely the part that I want to get. And I'm glad that I got the protection. Um, so tonight's topic, so that's what things going on with me. If you can hear still, I'm a little bit hoarse. I thought I was going to be showing off tonight um, with my mic functioning properly, but it's not. It's not functioning properly. Properly, I'm looking at this um, um, screen and it looks like something is freezing and messing up. I am going to try to log in from my phone y'all and set up this little thing because guess what the enemy is alive that's what he do so just give me a minute i'm not going to be looking at y'all because i understand that i am freezing i believe and let me try to get me a better picture for my people and so y'all can see me and get into the so <laughs> that i just pulled it out I already, I just now did my little regiment with it and put some neural spoiling and stuff like that. So I knew it was a little shiny, shiny. Um, empty way that on I rather have coffee. Rather have coffee. That that was just my thought of what I was going through looking on. Me, 
and see is it let me see so i'm gonna stand up a little bit but i'm gonna keep on talking so just like how y'all say it right or how like we know what people always given that um what's the tea and all this other stuff and real seriously like lately y'all like the tea has really been dry and that's why i've been given like i'd rather have coffee because you know even with the baby you can put that little you need whatever you need to make it be what it need to be I guess you can kind of do that as well with the um, tea, but never mind. I'm not trying to really get into too much and trying to breaking it down or giving y'all the analogy or whatever. How it, what it is, not the analogy, but like put it in a comparison or go too much into making the title be more than it is. But that's basically what it's about. Like I rather have coffee. I'd rather have the coffee. And just like I said, why I'd rather have the coffee is because oh see, I don't know what's going on. I thank y'all for my y'all patience and everything else like that. Real excited that we are bringing a broadcast to you in a different manner. So just a little bit, you know, that I got to get used to in the IT department. Because just like I told y'all, mommy is the man. And we are not um, in the same space right now. Just like I said, when I got the pleasure to go through and talk to him uh, yesterday, he did his thing, setting all this stuff up. And when I got home, I don't know what I did. Because now nothing. See, see, want to work. And when I was down there, everything was working just fine. Everything was working just fine. And what I'm thinking it may be is actually my um, internet connection. That's exactly what it may be. That's exactly what it may be. And then this day going computer one is a little mm, not too good on the camera tip. But that's okay. I can have one show that is not too good on the camera show because I was trying to insert right here on my phone. Hold that. Hold that now. But now I'm getting that. But now I'm getting out of Yeah. Hold on, let me see. All right. Y'all can hear me? All right, now I'm back. I'm back. And full of stuff. I try to figure it out. I can kind of hear myself. And it is like, because I got it on two devices. Wait a minute. Because I can hear myself through the speakers. And right then, I don't know if it's echoing. But I haven't got a note about it, so I guess I'm okay. And then you kind of see my bump right a little bit more clear. Um, but just like I was saying, I rather have coffee and not tea. I want to bring up some stuff um that I'm talking about, but nobody seems to really want to talk about it. Like even <laughs> money. 
Because I think he gonna get me if I bring up this man, Mr. McGrave, again. <laughs> he is right going to get me and get me good, but I don't care. I don't care. My point is <laughs> since ain't nobody else talking about it, right? I'm not gonna talk about it, right? I might as well. But he gonna get me. He might even beat me because um he definitely, he's the only person actually that's been talking to me about it and kind of telling me to stop talking about it. But just like I say, they're not reporting on it enough. And I get it that the guy is not, um, he's a fugitive, but he didn't kill anybody. But I'm just blown away because my point was is that it was anybody, you know what I'm saying, the black folk or anybody else. I'm here, and especially under the governor, what's more rain right now that's going on. Um, and this would have went down, baby. They would have had it. Like, nobody's asking any questions. Like, where's Roy McGrath? Where is he? This house only get braided once. <laughs> Leave it alone. But anyway, he's still out there. If everyone knows that is the guy. Well, you should know if you've been watching the show, because you know I've been talking about it. Because um, it's not but true. Anyway. Because it's not true. <laughs> ah, it is. <laughs> but um, it's every day, if that was the case, we'd be all over the news twenty four hours. And I want to know why is it being believed? Why is the wife being believed that she don't know where he at? Why is the literally? And it was me being because, able to it down. because if you was in her shoes and somebody asked you a question one time, then you only get one answer. That's why they believe in yeah, her. It's not about it's not even a factor of them believing her. It's because she gave them an answer and you can't badger somebody. Mm -mm. But I'm just saying, if it was one of us, we would be badgered. But I'm going to leave it alone. But you know, I hate to talk about it a little bit just to get home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm leaving it alone right now, but I still might bring it up next week. Um, and then anywho, well, you know, they don't want to talk about Roy McGrath, but of course they still talking about the sis Merlin Mosby. Yes, Merlin Mosby, y'all all know, um, is still um, dealing with those legal troubles. And I know that her trial is set to begin in November, I believe, now that they've selected another date, November of this year. Um, but the new news on it is that the actual prosecutor that was to handle the case has been demoted. So I think like the lead prosecutor that was supposed to be handling the case has got demoted. A lot of people, I don't know what it's about, um, but some people were saying, would that benefit her in any way? A lot of people are saying, uh, they think not for whatever reason, just within the rims of the prosecutors, of how they're trying to persecute her just with some changes, just like they've made several changes here. Um, <laughs> always with that. Um, so yeah, keep up in your prayers. But just like I said, they ain't talking about her, but they, gonna, they ain't talking about Roy. As I told y'all, they ain't talking about Roy. They ain't worrying about him. They just like don't go ahead. Um, and just like they say, hope he's okay. And but they gonna keep on talking about Merlin. Hey, oh, that's right. Mommy said, Mommy said she's elected. Oh, but had she not showed up to court, baby, she'd have been everywhere. And my argument, also, <laughs> my argument is that you keep saying that. And see, I can't one person said it. 
One person Please. said that he hopes they okay, that he's okay, and it's a they now. It's only one person that said that though. You heard <laughs> one person say it. It's not oh his lawyer. A lot of people, yeah, they you know, his lawyer said that he'll be okay. He'll I, be okay. Man, I, maybe I the person okay too. I hope he's okay too. And yeah, I, I hope he's you. okay too. He is okay. <laughs> He, I hope he's okay too. No, I'm not saying that's okay. I hope he's okay too. I hope he's okay too. He should be okay. He got that two hundred seven thousand dollars from that um from that severance pay. He should be okay because they were saying he was stealing and fraud too and stuff from the state. So he got that salary and some. Yeah, and then eleven. I think what eleven days later, like he wasn't even in the position that he was out of there, so he should be okay. He figured out a little bit how to steal, you know, the state money and everything else like that. Yeah, he's fine. He had to turn his passport, so I don't think he's traveling or trying to avoid in that regard or whatever. Um, but the book came out, the betrayal book, the real story of Raymond Graves. So I hope he's okay. He's talking to somebody. He should be. Like I say, he got that coin. He should be. He got that coin. And he should be seen. Um, but then also in the news, y'all know, like when I first started my show, I, I was talking real heavy on a, a non-Saeed case, uh, you know, that was made real popular by another um, podcast. It was a documentary on HBO. Uh, we learned last year uh, when I had brought it up as well in October, I believe, October or November, that his sentence was vacated for this um, murder under um, the conditions that it was DNA, DNA evidence that had released him as well as other suspects that the, the detectives or they never went and followed through. So the court of special appeals uh, believe that his case should be vacated. However, his conviction has just been reinstated by the same court under the conditions, or far as what I've read, um, far as the judge, I guess, that reinstated it, that was saying that the family of Ming Hao Lee, I believe that is her name, but I know the last name was Lee, that is the young lady that uh, Sai, Anand Saeed, Mr. Saeed, was dating um, back many years ago in Woodlawn High School that was tragically killed, found in the park, and he was arrested and charged. Um, during, looking at those documentaries, I came to the conclusion that he was innocent and I was not alone. Like I, I said, it came uh, really, really popular by this podcast who uh, reported on it for, for a while, for years reported on it, kind of brought a lot of attention to it. And I think that would bring the Innocent Project, whatever. And then, they, like I said, they even had like a whole documentary on uh, HBO, like three episodes telling the whole story, telling the whole tale. Uh, he was acquitted, but now he's reinstated. And like the judge was saying, he is not uh, neglecting the feelings, whatever, of the family, but the, the brother um, of her fought diligently with his lawyer to say that they did not receive proper notification to respond to the hearing in which his charge was uh, vacated. They said they received less, I believe, in 24 or 48 hours. Um, and that was against their right. 
uh, in my opinion, I understand because, you know, the law is the law. And, and when it comes to certain stuff, they're going to follow the book. But I really was floored and I was appalled, like, oh, my goodness. And immediately, not not saying I did not think of the family of the young lady. But, of course, when I've been covering it here and talking about him, um, my prayers definitely were always with him and my thoughts and everything. And I was like, wow, I immediately think, thought about him. Like, goodness gracious, to be locked up all this time, uh, proclaiming your innocence all this time, all of this notoriety, all of this stuff that you got, all of this stuff that um, you just been through, you know, just to know, like, from a boy to a man, he was locked up over 20-something years. He was in there. He got released just last year in October, November, and it is now March, and I just don't know what that process is going to look like now that it got reinstated. I don't know um, if they go back through actually trying him and having a trial, um, but my thoughts are definitely with him because, I, you know, I was devastated, so I can only imagine what he's feeling and what he's going through. Like, how can they do that? Like, that's really what I was giving, like, how can they do that? Like, how can they do that? They, they got, Like, I get it that the family was supposed to receive proper notification and everything and cause the lawyer, but if it was vacated based on the evidence of their saying, like, the DNA evidence um, and having other suspects that whatever, you know, what that judge ruled on it to vacate it, like, how can that be discarded? Like, even if the family was notified and they showed up with the with the lawyer or whoever or the the right. You know, like what what was they gonna say? What was it were they trying to give them an opportunity to speak? That information and the reason that it was being vacated and it was kind of being dismissed, I'm not getting it. So now that it's been reinstated, are they gonna try this man again, run him through all of that again? Um but I guess you can look at different things as a a, a, a blessing. I know when I was looking at document the documentaries, um, Anon Saeed, he had family members, his mom, his father that were not uh doing well. I think his mom was ill, whatever, and he's been away from his family for a long time. So I know he feels blessed to be able to connect with them, if even for this short time. And I'm just praying that he does not have to go back to prison because even on the other side of it and uh, I speak from a place because I've had family members that have been murdered and killed and yes people do want justice and you do want to see the person who did this to your family member receive the consequences for you know taking a person taking your loved one away from you you do you do you want to know that it's some re repercussion that they received um for this situation that you now have in your life or something that you can't get back when they take a loved one. You do. So I get that and I get that fight. Uh, but even as a, as a family member, I'm thinking, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes and if all that information would have came up, I know that I believed it, you know, when the detectives ran down all these, this information, cause you know, they're good with doing that too. Um, and a lot has been shifted, but you know, they, they, they're good with making their case. But then when you seen all this other evidence came out, you know, I would begin to question, it. Um, 
I don't even know if her family has watched those documentaries or they're just so fixated, I guess, from this information that they received many years ago on a course because their, fa their family member is gone. And I'm sure that the story, and I'm sure because he was convicted back then, um, that, yeah, it was a lot of things that was replayed, that was said, that was shown or whatever that made them truly believe um, that he was the one responsible and guilty uh, for killing their loved one. But I, after I would have seen everything, I certainly would have questioned it. Our uh, state, our justice system was definitely in a different position um, back then. We still got a lot of biases, a lot of um, racial tensions, even within that system as itself. We still have a lot of that um, unjust justice in that system. And even with knowing that back in those times, I think also back in them times, the people of the descent, Korean, um, Chinese or whatever, I'll say that. It was a lot of different dysfunction and turmoil going in the community. Um, I know that they were being assaulted a lot. Um, I know that uh, our state, our, our government was trying to step up in a way to make them feel um, protected. So just like I said, this was a very high profile case. Um, a lot of times when you see different cases going on, it'd be so much going on around it and it does affect it. Um, you know, they say it's a blind eye to justice and it's supposed to be and nothing supposed to be, but that's very hard to follow through when you're looking through things of your eyes. When you're when you when you have judges and when you need a jury to look through things in their eyes and different things that they've seen or whatever. And there's no way possible that someone is not gonna put their personal, even though they say you're not supposed to, because you know, if you've been through jewelry duty. You've been through that whole spill or can you fairly decide this case or whatever. But regardless of what it's still going to be from your experiences, from your traumas, from your own experience, other people's experiences, traumas and everything else like that, you're still going to have your own personal thoughts that's going to make you, you know, think, oh, was it them? You know, kind of like, like, like right now and the stuff that be going on, be like looking at a thriller. I'm telling you, like a chilling thriller, like a mystery. Um, so it's still all of that in that. You get what I mean? It's all of that in those systems and stuff. Um, but yeah, it has been reinstated. Keep an eye out on it. I'd rather have coffee, honey, because that was some strong, strong coffee when I heard that. And it ain't no sugar or no cream that can lighten that up. Um, but I don't know what the process is going to be with that. But I am very, very interested in that. And I'm definitely going to be following up with it. I'm definitely going to be looking into it, following and getting information, any information that I can, um, so I can bring it through. One of you better live and talk about it. Um, also, <laughs> if you want to come on the show and talk about it with me, you already know what to do. You can go straight to the Be Exposed Radio uh, stations page at www.beexposedradio.com. You can reach out to me directly. I'm personally in my inbox. Um, If you got my number, text me. You know how we do. Uh, if you want to be a guest, you have a business to promote. You got some events going on. That's why you can get an ad, a commercial, all of that. Mm -hmm. Be Exposed is the place to be, so don't be shy. Make sure that you holler at us. Also, while I'm in here, the phone lines are still open. I'm going to let y'all in that we're doing a little bit 
um, differently and how we bringing this to you now uh, on the streaming set. But you can still call in. The phone line still be open. Um, uh-huh, 443-642-9403. And I'm going to be here every week giving it to you your news uh, and our views. Um, so that was one thing that was like, I guess I can put that on a what in a what since I got into it and ran it down because I was like, what in a what? Like early in the morning, I kind of like listen to the news um, more so than watching it. So I'll turn the TV on um, or anything and I'm still, you know, walking through, getting myself together. So it's not really like I have a chance to like just sit and just watch it, but I, I'm a listener. So I'll be listening to it. When I heard that, I think I was in the bathroom. Um, messing with this bump. <laughs> I think I was in the bathroom messing with this bump, this shiny bump. Y'all see on my channel and I can't keep my hands out of it. And I heard that. I came up out that bathroom myself because my bathroom right next to the bedroom. I looked back and said, wait a minute. Did they say you know Oh, man. They is taking this man um, through the ringer. But I guess justice, if anything, um, that is their most purpose is to try to be fair. So I guess it was only fair to the family that if it was a process and it's supposed to have been handled a certain way, if the family was supposed to get notification and they were supposed to have the opportunity to respond in a certain way, I get that part um, from a legal standpoint to be fair and to make sure that their rights, because we can't advocate for our rights to be protected and gotten or whatever. And then when it comes to someone else, even uh, even if you don't agree with the man and everything, and then look at him. Handsome brother, smiling, halfway grin. I, I knew he probably couldn't even on that picture believe it. So it was like, I'm here. This is the reality. Um, but in my mind now, looking at that picture, he probably thought, like, just too good to be true. Something else is coming along the line. And especially when you are a man or a woman of faith, you also know, too, that God will prepare you. So he'll kind of show you. Um, what's to come sometimes or just to have you prepared. But just considering everything that he's been through, I'm telling you, and he's still moving. That's why. It ain't break him. It ain't break him, but it's not over. So keep the brother non-Saeed, definitely your prayers, and the family of Miss Lee as well, because I know that this is something very, very, very hard to process and um, I know a lot of it in these procedures and the situation at hand right now is digging up a lot of old wounds. So even though I don't believe Mr. Saeed did it, I know that it's very difficult for the family to be dealing with this. Um, and then especially the fact that the brother kept on pursuing it to say, oh, no, uh-uh, I didn't get that says um, a lot, too. So I get it. I get it. If the justice system had to be fair um, to let them respond in any way, they had to respond. I get that. But what I don't get is like, what's the now? Like, what's going to happen now? Are they really going to go through a whole nother trial and try this man? And then also, if that's the case, um, I, I would assume that his lawyers would come and present the same evidence or the same information <laughs> that was presented to get the case vacated anyway. So. That's what I'm thinking. That is what I'm thinking. Um, some other news, but yeah, that, that's been going on for a while. I don't know. You really haven't heard anything about Mr. Saido since he's got released. I remember one time on one of my shows, I had shared that he was actually doing lectures um, up at colleges and stuff like that. 
um, working with the same um, agency, and I don't exactly remember the name of the agency. Um, I don't know if it was the Innocent Project. That's just the one that is kind of familiar with me, but I think it's sort of, excuse me, I told you I wasn't feeling good. Some type of connection. I need to stop saying that too, right? Because they say whatever you speak, it is of you speak of. But I got to acknowledge some things, though. I can't just be walking around like, I don't know what's going on. You know, that that would be absurd. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's the mass. I feel for him. I feel for the family. I ain't going to drag it on. Um, but I know he was doing some lectures doing all that. You ain't really heard anything else that he was doing. I know he was doing work with them, but he was kind of like laying low. So I know that this was also devastating to him as well to find out that the very court who had vacated his sentence is now reinstating it. And I don't believe, um, and I think it was the same, I think it was the same judge because they had to come to him, um, the family and the, um, you know, and the attorneys for the Lee's family had to come to him because he was the one that made the decision to vacate it. So I guess after he looked things over or whatever that they presented to the court in the court of appeals, I guess you couldn't appeal, right? That decision on what the vacated um, sentence was for Mr. Hanan Saeed. Uh, so when that happened and that took place, I guess he reviewed and he found, because that's what I was saying farther in the notes, um, not in the notes, but like in the statement that he um, had made, I guess he's saying that the process hadn't been followed through the way that it needed to be. So to make, I guess, whatever his decision or whatever valid, he would have to make sure that everything was handled correctly, respectfully under the, the law, the way that it's supposed to be, to be fair, to make sure. Um, so it was a glitch somewhere, and it was a glitch somewhere um, where it had to be reinstated. So I'm like, wow. So yeah, that's that on that. Keep your eye open. I got my evil eye on my chin, and I'm going to talk about it. I've read the head coffee. Um, another thing that I found interesting, you know, we're always talking about um, healthcare, healthcare coverage. Um, that's why me too. You know, I, I neglect, like I say, we neglect health so much, just um, sometimes thinking about hospital bills um, and everything else like that. I don't know if you do, but I had been guilty of it, uh, different things for us following up. And sometimes even with that process of being, even when I do follow up with the doctor and they have a certain process of how to do the referral or how to go here, whatever, I kind of get just uh, forget about it. And then by that time, it don't be hurting no more. So I just be like, uh, whatever. Um, also, I've always talked about sometimes on here about mental health and how I kind of jokingly diagnosed myself um, with some things, but I did get an inbox about that, so I wanted to bring it up. Um, someone who had OCD, um, and um, what I wanted to say is that why I have not been medically diagnosed, um, me jokingly um well, me joking about it. I mean, I seriously do believe I do have that. I seriously do believe that I had that. I had PTSD. Was it? Yeah, he said all of that. I, I slowly do. It's definitely trauma, um, and it's different levels of trauma. Okay, um, that that I deal with daily. So I certainly do think I got it. And while I joke, like I explained earlier, that sometimes um, I've been conditioned um, for whatever reason is that when a lot of things I'm going through, you know, I joke about it. I make light of it. Kind of to trying to find that moment to lay for myself to make it better. 
Um, but in no way um, am I joking about anyone who has had that medical um, diagnosis of having OCD, because I know with several conditions, um, whether it be mental or physical, uh, that deal with your health are painful. So when you think about the OCD, um, you know, a lot of it, 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 it follows with a lot of rituals. Like um, when I say rituals, meaning a ritual, like you have to do something a certain way. Like it's your, 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 your routine, you know? So a lot of it is not um, only psychologically painful, but some of it can be physical as well. You got certain people, they got to walk a certain, you know, it's just a whole bunch to it. So I know it's a lot of pain, even though you not have shared my personal diagnosis of it or whatever I'll say that and joked about it. I'm definitely am not making light of anything, um, any mental illness or any physical illness or anything, medical, anything that anybody will ever be dealing with. But I do appreciate the system reaching out and that wasn't really, it's like always, you know what I mean? Like people don't comment on the show, but you know, I appreciate it. They'll come um, ask me in my personal inbox. I think I had got someone who followed up with me um, before when I had the former uh, police officer, Chuck Lee here. Hey there, Miss Quincy, my favorite person. I've been looking for you for weeks. Where you been at? I had some free tickets, um, but I'm glad to see you joining me tonight. Um, definitely a special shout out to you. Hey, Miss Queen T. Uh, so where was that, y'all? So yeah, and you know, I would never. So I'm like, they didn't comment on the show. They didn't say anything, but it made them feel a certain way. But you know, they, they reach out respectfully and say, you know, um, so when that communication just is saying, you know, she had lots OCD and it is painful. Um, and then actually was saying, you know, she would be playing for me because, you know, and, and actually was encouraging me to try to follow up with somebody and get, I guess, what she considers a proper diagnosis um, from a medical professional and everything. But I was like, I don't need nobody to tell me. I know what's going on. And I, look, not that I followed enough cases, but I didn't say it enough, even from reading your stuff or whatever is going on or whatever. I was like, I'm like, oh, that's what it is. That's kind of how I found out about it, like from seeing it on, you know, portrayed on different shows or just anything or, um, you know, different things like that. Or just being, working with the public, working with the community, um, someone else or anyone else that may have been suffering from it. So, you know, you get information. So really when I was getting information and I had certain ways that I did stuff over certain um rituals you know things that i go through with my ocd like yeah i didn't know what it was i just thought that it was me then um particular and i used to be like oh my goodness like no just go ahead just go ahead i will frequently be late because um i gotta do this so i gotta do that and it would quite frankly be something that could wait till i got home but my mind was something you need to be done now or something would happen kind of you know playing it um, like that same way, you know, it may be something when you walk, your mind is how you got to do it a certain way, turn the light switch on, wipe it, different things. So I had different things. And at first I did not know what it was. And two, I was seeing things and I was like, oh, that's what it is. I got OCD. Oh my goodness. And then far as like, even with the PTSD, like I was like, oh, that's what it is. From supporting other people and knowing about their wish and so I'm like, look, I ain't gotta go to no therapist, but I ain't knocking nobody who go 
and get the diagnosis or whatever else like that because vice versa, a mental illness definitely can physically affect you. It does, like I was saying, what I'm going through with my stomach and my gut. And then as well as a physical illness can affect you mentally. So it works. It works both ways. And rather we are out here getting medically diagnosed or whatever else is the case. Um, it's not like I'm saying I'm setting myself up like, oh, yeah, I need to get this surgery or whatever without getting professional um, advice. But I know me and I know my mental um, state and I do truly believe that. I mean, only thing probably would be help me and me go to a doctor and they'd be like, girl, you crazy. You ain't got that. You just think you got it. You just, you know, that other way. Uh, so I was saying that I had it in that way, but Queen, I wasn't joking about it. She was watching, but she didn't get out of the line. But I was bringing up to say that too, like health insurance is definitely something that's a necessity um, that people need, the, the insurance here. So, so you know, Obama got a little bit to look, a little bit of time, a little bit of time um, when he could to look out for us with the Obamacare. But I was really impressed, y'all. I was looking at something. I came across some information about a baseball team, the Dodgers, right? Who are um, still paying a player by the name of Andrew Toes, who has not played the professional sport since 2018. Um, even though he has not played since 2018, the baseball team, the Dodgers, continue to yearly renew his contract, even though his contract is definitely um, providing him a salary of zero, is simply to make sure that he still can access the health insurance. Um, because even though he didn't play since 2018 and 2020, um, he was found like, behind on the brain or something like sleep homeless uh he has they reached out to his father in 2021 his father reports that he was diagnosed with schizophrenic and bipolar and his mental state has definitely been declining from his illnesses since then so he didn't play since 2018 and 2020 um he was arrested for like a misdemeanor trespass and whatever when he was found uh, behind this uh, arena, living homeless, um, having, I guess, a mental breakdown episode. Um, he was taken into custody, but he was later released to his father. His father is saying um, the next year, I guess, when he followed up with um, addressing whatever was going on with him mentally, he was diagnosed um, with several mental health um, issues and schizophrenic. Oh, my goodness. That is Definitely a monster. Um, but I thought it was really noble of the Dodgers. I was like, wow, Andrew Toes, um, he had in place since 2018, but they still renew his contract. Kind of like renewing the contract. They know he's not playing. The only he's going through, they're not paying him any money, but they are simply doing it so he can get the care that he needs. That's awesome, ain't it? <laughs> so shout out. <laughs> To the Dodgers, because I was like, wow, wow, that that is definitely awesome. Their health care must be very, very good. I'm sure it is uh, when you think of uh, sports and the, the play on that. And, you know, that's so important in the United States, right? Sports. Um, so I'm grateful that he can get this uh, coverage on his health care, even though he is not playing. 
and everything. And I thought that that was very, very um, spectacular of the Dodgers or whoever was the person. Um, I guess it would have to been the manager, right, to decide that they would do that. I know that was awesome that they did decide to do that um, for this brother. So kudos to them. Kudos to them. Kudos to them. Yes. I wish somebody would just give me um, some insurance. How about America, right? Just give me some insurance. <laughs> just give me some insurance and don't take me through the daggone ringer about it. And don't make me feel, um, what can I say, insecure about following through. And then when you do get assistance, um, what is it called? Like the medical assistance and whatever I'll say that. Sometimes um, you'll have access to the health insurance, but then you don't have access to the same facilities or the same level of care, should I say. You know, it'd be a lot of, you know, restrictions and all this may have you. I just went through that. Even when I was working, I had, um, when I finished working, I had, when I had the repair um, on my knee, I didn't have a knee replacement or anything. I was like that. I actually had, um, pulled, I forget what it is. Every time I try to think about it, I forget what it was called, but I tore something in my knee. Luckily, they were ever able to go in there microscopically. Um, I think they put like three holes um, on my knee, went in there and actually um, fixed it. It's like the spring or something on my knee that actually had like pop, like came apart. Um, so still a little pain, but it's definitely better than it was before I got that surgery. And I got the surgery last year, April 1st, April uh, Ooh's Day, but it was not no trick. I definitely was up in there. Um, to get that surgery was on crutches for several weeks. Oh my goodness, anybody. And I think I even brought that up on the show before to feel that I have a deeper understanding and a compassion for people that were just fully mobile or able to use their body in a way. And then one day that just changed or whatever from an accident because it was really hard. Um, I couldn't put any pressure on my knee for, I think it was like six or seven weeks. It was almost nothing. So, to go from walking up and just doing, being able to do everything on your own, be able to go to shower, make your something eat, it was very difficult for me when I went through that. And I was on crutches. I couldn't drive. I needed people to take me somewhere. Um, I even went against the doctor's orders. I can be real with y'all because, baby, by that third week, I was like, oh, I'm going to drive. I don't give a nobody saying, guys, I was in that car, y'all, driving with my left foot. Because it happened. <laughs> See, my knees, I was kind of be caught in that car like that. Boom, boom, breaking it. And guess what? I had it down. I had it down and I was getting where I had to go um, safely. Because I wasn't going nowhere, but to therapy. But it's not like I was going on no extravagant um, road trips. Only one time I think I drove like an hour and 30 minutes. And that was like the biggest mistake. Because when I got there, I had to chill for like, Four hours before I got back on the travel because I just was tired and my leg was hurting from being and being on this lane. Um, but yeah, it gave me a, a a different insight to people that get in accidents. Um, and it'd be more detrimental for them, meaning they become paralyzed in accidents or they have to lose a limb or anything um, of this sort because it was rough when I tell y'all. Um, I couldn't even probably, I remember I had got a rash on one of my legs because I couldn't even kind of, look, I'm always giving y'all TMI, right? So when I would go to the bathroom and the brace that I had in my leg had to be locked, like in a straight position. So I couldn't even like bend it, um, anything. And like through 
the course, they started changing the angle of it. And like, cause they didn't want me to have it bent so it wouldn't lock up what I'm sort of like straight. So when I would go to the bathroom, you know, I'm not a little girl, I got to throw my leg a little bit, so like that. So I guess, like, you know, you don't get on the edge. I was trying to wipe it on, and I ain't got like a little red. Like, it was just a mess. I had to go back to the doctor, hop up on them, like, look, I don't know what to do. But after that, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. So, yeah, it was a lot. And I and I was frustrated because even when you go through, right, you know, the same stuff be going on, the same stuff be happening. So it don't stop nothing. You know what I mean? It don't stop nothing. It's not like life doesn't work like that. It doesn't say that if you get in an accident or something happens to you today, you got surgery today. Nothing stops, right? Your bills don't stop. Um, your responsibilities don't stop. The ways of the world do not stop. Life does not work like that. Um, so just take that into consideration, guys, when you know people going through, you know, we say you always know how people are going through um, and people go through some things. But I don't think a lot of times people really look at it in that in that context, because we just so used to going through things and to keep on going and to keep on pushing and don't be down. Um, and we got this model. I will not complain that we really neglect to acknowledge some things that we must acknowledge. You know, like, life ain't no easy days. That's why we be going hard, but we got to keep on acknowledging that. Yes, 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 yes. Y'all know I'm just going here, just running my mouth. Earlier in the show, I talked about the guy that nobody wants to talk about. Well, I've been getting money to talk about him. <laughs> Roy McGrath, executive chief of staff who is just ghost, it's ghosted. Um, <laughs> the feds has ghosted him. Uh, a couple of months ago, he was supposed to show up in court. He just ghosted him. Now, this book has came out, Betrayal. He's just ghost. They did a raid, and that's it. Nobody's really talking about it anymore, except for the girl shit. <laughs> Obviously, nowhere, but he's still on the run. They still ain't found him. Talked about that in the show. Um, if you joined me too, I had talked about Adnan Saeed. I kept on talking about that brother numerous and numerous times. Since I started the You Better Live show, um, that was the brother who got out after so many years for the murder of Miss Lee. And now um, the case was vacated just October. I think it was October of last year. And it's been reinstated, you know, based on that his, the family of Miss Lee did not get proper notification of the hearing. So keep your eyes open on that. And then I gave y'all the noble, the noble, or the great news, whatever you want to call it, good, just bless their hearts type of news that the Dodgers team was still um, renewing Andre Toll's contract so he could access the health care. So I thought that was good. So that was just all I was talking about tonight. Um, So far, you know, they are some what in the what's and some what in the world's always going on. Um, but guess what? It's time for a break when I come back. Oh, and I was talking about how I was sick too, right? Yeah, I was. Um, but when I come back, you know, I'm going to still be here. Check with me. Get on that phone line. I say, when I come back, she's like, we all like, where's she going? Oh, God, have a slight commercial break, y'all. Give us a sack to get that through here, and we'll be right back on here. This is You Better Live with Be Exposed Radio. Let's go. The Style Lounge Boutique. For a different caliber of service, the Style Lounge Boutique. For clothing that fits your lifestyle, 
The Style Lounge Boutique at 1734 Maryland Avenue. Trust me, you're going to love it here. Back. Shout out the commercial just now wrong, but shout out again. I always got shout out. Um, after the uh, after the commercial, shout out to Style Lounge Boutique. Y'all gotta holler at the girl located right up there on Maryland Avenue. I believe it's twelve forty six. If I'm going over memory, off of memory, but just Google it. That's my answer there. Remember, eat boys say Google me, baby. And the style language can definitely say that Google her, because it's definitely what is popping, and it is known. I'm telling you, if you want something stylish and fly and reasonable, style language got everything. Clothes, shoes. Last time I was there, I told you I got everything. Handbag, uh, pair of shoes, uh, jumpsuit, uh, 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 which thing hold the top I wore last year, I think the day before my birthday. Oh, cute that. Look, beautiful stuff. I say cute, but beautiful stuff. Because um, somebody told me the other day, oh, yeah, you can say cute. Oh, yeah, cute is a button. But it's some uh, not so cute stuff, too, that 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 can be cute, right? <laughs> like somebody told me, yeah, cute, like a monkey. Oh, uh, yeah, cute, like a button. Like, <laughs> like it ain't nothing, but it's cute. But the style lounge is definitely not giving that. It's definitely flying up in there. So go holler at her. Um, I also was telling y'all when I first started the show that I was going through. I'm always going through it. Y'all is sick of me. I am always going through. But that's why I come through to let y'all know that I am not, I'm just ordinary people. Um, and feel blessed that God allows me the opportunity to grace this space and be up in the place, okay? Um, so I was just telling y'all that I had a way of holding stuff in, not really letting it out. We all did. We all did. But also about things that's getting out now these days is the tea. That's why the topic was the coffee, because I'm getting that too, because a little bit of this um, is personal, but it's really not. You know, it's just me again talking on how I be and how I've noticed and how I'm so observant and how I keep looking at God, the glory and the honor of God for being greater He and me. You get what I'm saying? For me being the God is and having such discernment and certain insight on certain stuff. So all I'm going to say, right, is to those people who think they got you, you should really be giving an energy like, mm -hmm. got you, okay? Yeah, got you. Because this tea that y'all be giving and y'all be pumping, you know, Baltimore City is like a really small town. Um, You know, people was pumping different seeds about different people's business and all this other type of stuff, you know, if she sell clothes or he sell shoes and then you come about, you want to do it, you can't do it. And then when you do start doing it or whatever else like that, and you know, you ain't go about doing it the right way and you feeling some type of way that was given everybody is against you. Or, you know, that, that'd be that guilt for real. You know what I'm saying? That, that'd be that guilt for real. Man was given everybody's against you or with like people. Y'all be having some made up. It just be some made up stuff. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in different situations and different groups. Just like, like, yeah, it'd be the same thing. That's all. That's what I say. If you ever looked at a reality show, what it supposed to be the reality, right? The reality of life. You would say to yourself, these people here, they got all this money, but that's the reality of life. Even with having everything that we would think that would help us 
live better, it still be the messiness. It still be that effort. It still is the need to always pump the tea. Always pump the tea. But I rather have coffee. Because coffee is stronger. And what I say, well, should I say you rather have coffee? You rather have coffee because see tea is supposed to be soothing or whatever I said that, but you rather have coffee. Whoever is you is whoever I need to be talking to, right? But you rather have coffee because you can put your sugar in it to make it taste however you want it to taste. So even that cream to lighten it up. Okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that was my little breakdown of that. You know, people be having like how I said, we all we all go through stuff. You know, that's my little buddy. That's my little buddy, Kobe, who just wants attention. Be just like my kids. Before you start the show, whatever, I was like that. Then all of a sudden, they want you or they need you or whatever else is the case. Um, but yeah, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to just go ahead and have coffee. Have some coffee. And stop trying to give it tea all the time. Stop trying to get a tea all the time. Stop it. Like, my whole point is this. Um, and I know people do wrong things to people, and there's a lot of negativity out here. Um, but my thing is this like, really be, really be conscious on what you share or the negativity that you share. I know I always say I speak on it because I've been through it. Like, I always say, I, I declare myself guilty before I even. Um, have to speak on it. I declare myself guilty. I see that I'm freezing up again. I don't know, y'all. I don't know what's going on. I might gotta um, check into that, but I'm gonna keep on talking. See? It's cut me out. See? It knew that I was ready to get in. See? Um, it knew it. It knew it. I told y'all the enemy. I'm telling y'all the enemy is alive. Chance will be on it. Okay? Chance will be on it. But you really got to be conscious about the negativity that you share. Um, the things that you share with people. I hear you talking, morning. Hold on. I hear you talking, but you know I can't hear you. So let me say, let me get a little closer. So I hear you. I don't know. I don't know why I'm freezing. My poor internet. You're not freezing. I don't know what you're talking about. Keep. Oh, I'm not freezing. But you know what I'm saying? Moni said I'm not freezing. But you know what I started in? I need to shut this, this laptop. Because I started to look back on this laptop. But before the show, remember earlier in the show, y'all, I had to change my devices. So even though I'm not freezing right here on the picture, I started looking down at the laptop where I'm also viewing the show. And it's freezing on it. So that's why I was like, oh, I'm freezing. I'm freezing. Oh, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, just, your, um, that's just your shoddy internet. That's, that has nothing to do with okay. <laughs> anything. Oh, that's just your shoddy it. internet. <laughs> come on, because that's coffee. At least that's coffee and it ain't tea. <laughs> but yeah, it's my, it's my shoddy internet. Like I can say, it's my shoddy internet, I suppose. I got to get an upgrade or whatever. They did tell me to do that. Um, Comcast, hey, you need to bring that box back up here. And I don't know why I've been dragging my feet because I know they up at the rotunda now. Um, versus all the way out, what they used to be on Wallbash up that way. Whenever y'all know what I'm talking about, out by the plaza, where you said to go to Comcast. Um, so maybe I'll do that tomorrow, tomorrow Friday. Yeah, I might get up early in the morning, 
and do that tomorrow. But am I bold enough to go over there? Oh, I just put on a mask, <laughs> even though it's still optional. People be looking at you real crazy now. Well, you got all the masks in the mask now. Like, what she got on the mask? Corona ain't on here no more. But that might can be my deal. I just put it like across here on my chin. Put it right here, like across my chin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I might. Um, but again, yeah, be careful of even when it's negativity. I guess that you're saying that it's being portrayed or cast on you. Like my whole thought process now be like with all that stuff. Like, what is the point? What is it going to give to share this? You know, and I'm guilty of it saying money. I think I on Facebook. I just told the people. Oh, I hate my baby. You know, different stuff that I get with different, you know, different scenarios or whatever that I was going through or whatever. I was like, that. you know, people are praying for you. Um, people will say different stuff or whatever. I was like that or whatever. But some stuff or whatever you're going through, sometimes you got to keep it to yourself. Like I was saying. So it would be a catch-22. Some some things, you, you it, it hurts you to keep it to yourself because we were conditioned to do that. But then some things you do need to keep it to yourself. Because some stuff, it just... It's just foolish. I guess that's what I'm getting to. Some stuff is just foolish. Like, what's your point? What's your point? And sharing certain stuff. Like, especially if it's negativity. What, what came from it? Nothing but negativity. More negativity or wandering or whatever the whole... I, I, don't, I don't know. People, 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 um, people be doing too less. And it's a bit much. That was one of the quotes that I had too much. You know, everybody always be saying, oh, they doing too much. But y'all be giving people too much credit. A lot of people be out here doing really less. Really less. Trying to get over, you know, really less. Less than what, what they portray. Really less than. And it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's getting to be a bit much. You know, with certain people. Me, I come. The love is genuine. It's always going to be. Always going to be genuine. That's how I do. But when it's not, Baby, I know that's it. And yeah. So I'm gonna lean out of that. You rather have coffee. Cause some of this tea that y'all giving is not that. And it's it's cold. It's running cold. It ain't even hot. It ain't even cold. It ain't even cold. It's giving ice tea. It's giving ice tea. So just stop it already. Is definitely give ice tea. I thought that was cute. That's why I wanted to be for a little topic. I was trying to come up with little things. I was writing it down for the show and stuff like that. So I could break it down. Like, yeah, whatever. Different little um, what they say, little uh analogies or pearls, so to speak, that kind of get you to understand in another way. But for whatever reason, I'm trying to explain it. I was telling money that to you. I'm trying to explain it. It's there, but I don't think it's coming through. The way I needed to see. So no, I told me be done with that. But yeah, drink you some coffee and leave the tea alone. Go get you some coffee. Because you know that coffee too, that coffee a lot of times acts as a um what is that called too? A uh oh my goodness, a natural laxative. Some people it runs right on them. I had that pose up there too. Some people just want to do it. Don't you be sitting around feeling all empty. Oh, somebody that was foolish. You feel me? Drink that coffee. And like all that stuff on release. And natural eggs. You know what I'm saying? Drink that coffee. Add your sugar. Add your cream. Do all that. 
And then drink that tea too when you want that tea. But stop bumping it all the time. Unless it's blueberry or what's your name tea or what y'all drinking? That diet is thick. What's going on? What's going on? Y'all need to stop. People be so, so happy to share negativity and so sad. It's sad that they be reluctant to share positivity. Yeah. I ain't speak on it no more. Look. Hold on my eyes. And all that. Because it's not one thing that is like really specific. So let me make that clear as, as well. Because if it was, I definitely could be the person that called the name and called the situation. It's just been like different things. Um, that I've been saying. So I talk about when I talk about life and everything else like that. I'm just talking about it um, in a in a whole. You know what I mean? I'm talking about it in a whole um, and being um, on radio and stuff. I was talking about that last night too. You know, and having and taking all this information about things that I want to talk about on the show, whatever else like that. That gets you. Um, like I always acknowledge just knowing about what other people are going through or just things that are going on in the world that are like said, that gets to you when you really are able to sit around and think about life and things and really see what it is that gets to you. And then also knowing that, okay, I might know a lot. I'm intelligent. I'm knowledgeable, a lot of things. And I also acknowledge that I don't know everything. And there's a lot of things that I still can, um, obtain um and my knowledge base it really it really is knowledge is power it really is um but yeah i'm see i forgot that point y'all it really is a lot of things uh that i can obtain for us like being knowledgeable and everything i'll say that but then i also acknowledge the fact that i don't know nothing that's how i be feeling like i don't know nothing because every day I learned something new and I'd be like, wow. Or I thought that I knew something on how to do something. And then, you know, like I'm humble. Like even with this thing or whatever, like, yes, I always thought that I was just so knowledgeable in computers and technology. And um, ironically, I was always the one that people came to, to with computer issues and how to do this and how to get through this system and everything else like that. So I guess I was knowledgeable enough in those systems, but it's definitely humbling me to say, no, chill. you do not know everything, because I always share with y'all uh, my technology issues and stuff um, that I'm having in everything. So, yeah, I'm humble um, in that regard now, because I'm learning new things, and just like I said, some people make me feel like, not some people, but some situations, like, girl, you ain't know nothing, and that's just me getting wiser. Um, in that regard. Uh, but yeah, we be like really, 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 really going through, really going through things. Uh, I was sharing with y'all about my illness and how my stomach was all messed up. It still is. I thought that I was getting over it, but I have not gotten over it. So that was something else. Okay, I'm like this. I'm looking up here and I'm looking at the number. Yeah, you know, questions and comments, call in 443-642-9403. I know that y'all can no longer kind of like see my table, right? So y'all can't see, y'all know the symbol. Y'all can't see that. I'm going to throw it up in your view. I'm going to throw it up in your view. And of course this baby. What? See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. But it's always that evil, Miss baby, with that tea. So I'm <laughs>
coffee. I don't have too much longer um, on the show. Like I was telling y'all, usually every week I really try to do what I can do to prepare, um, prepare, come on here and talk about certain things that I feel that are very interesting, try to bring it to you and give you our views on it or how I'm thinking. Not that everybody thinks like me. Um, but yeah, to try to get our views and I be hoping that y'all will hit me up on here to talk about it. But a lot of times y'all be being shy. Um, but never the case, I didn't really get to go through that whole ritual this week because I was dealing with other things and then dealing with uh, my self-diagnosed OCD and PTSD. Yeah, I've just been all over the place lately. Um, but I'm still here. I'm still thriving. I'm still surviving. And I'm going to come through here as often as I am allowed. Through the grace of God. No, it's just on Thursdays, y'all. They like as much as she allowed. Yeah, it's just on Thursdays. Y'all know when my show come through every Thursday, 7 to 9, they come through here and encourage y'all, no matter how I'm feeling. Um, so even when y'all see me, don't be too worried. I'm all right. I'm okay. Man, we going to be all right. We gave a birthday shout out, Yes, We are in the every season, the mighty. No, they ain't mighty. The Leos is mighty. But no, they mighty too. Um, I shared my girl, Shalina Brown, birthday. Y'all know Shalina. I think Shalina was like one of my first guys. Her uh, birthday was yesterday. I was supposed to go out. And joined them at the cafe, but then I had gotten to this little room. Oh, oh, I don't feel like it, but she, my sister no, is no love um, lost. My stomach started hurting. It was out at the cafe, too. So I was like, oh, I don't want to go. And then, you know, what's the point of showing up if you want to be a bummer? That's irritating, too. You know, people do that, but that's just not me. Why show up and cover that energy and that dullness, right? If you ain't coming, you know, the celebrate. Like, you ain't with that, so. Um, I stayed home. I had to do the same thing um, last weekend. Last Sunday, y'all had a big day planned. Um, y'all know that I was supposed to go to a couple of events and stuff like that I told y'all about. I didn't get to make it. I laid down. I laid around um, all, day, all day. And then starting the evening time, I started to do uh, my daughter here will be 13 this year, but I didn't even, I laid around, I've been in the bed, I've been laying around, not really having an appetite, really not eating um, like I need to, so I need to, of course, um, and it's getting better, but it's kind of like off and on, so I'm starting to think that it's something more of uh, whatever going on, it's kind of like, you know, when I get up in the morning, I still like take my vitamins, drink my water, whatever, say that, and then to that night time, and then it's like, oh, man, oh, I'm starting to feel a little queasy. I don't know. It's like off and on. But I'm going to do what I got to do. Don't worry about me, y'all. Don't worry about me. One thing for sure I can tell y'all, I ain't pregnant. Because huh? like the people were saying with the thing on the chest, yeah, baby, it's all of that. Is it Chastity? You need front of mom's joke and say, you need somebody to kiss your chin. I said, I probably do. <laughs> but I'm good, though, because I do it. My son that wear me out, my little one that want to give me kisses all day long, all day long, and I'm trying to keep my hands off my face so this mark can go off. But I wanted to come on here too and show it to y'all because again, anything that's going with me makes me more secure to talk about my insecurities. And like I said, today I am in a different place because chill, like I be saying stuff, you got to remember, baby, if this was 
right two years ago. When I had that bubble in my face, it would have shut me down. You know how I like be, and it'd be lights, and it'd be certain things that happen. It would have shut me down. So when something happened and I'm not in that same place and I'm able to process it and deal with it differently, oh, I'm so proud of myself. I told y'all, y'all gotta acknowledge some things. Like everything that you acknowledge does not have to be negative. Everything that you put out and you acknowledge does not have to be negative. Um, so just like I was saying, I was sharing things on social media. I'm guilty of it, but sharing the negative. If something is done to me that's not so good, I tend to want to share that. Um, you know, to get it out. Facebook is kind of like therapy. You know, you're like, oh, da, 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 da. um, but a lot of people we do that too. That we only put out positive images so people don't really know. So I think it's very important that we no one wants to go through, but when you do, I think that it's very important for you to share it. Um, yeah, that's your testimony to let people know what you're going through. And then at the same time, you can be going through it. And when you talk about it, somebody else can be going through it and it's encouraging them. Even when you're not encouraged yourself. Ain't that amazing? Yes. So I'm only joking and stuff like that playing in my butt. But it's people from the world that's probably dealing with acne, feeling insecure, probably looking at me and be like, oh, she got good skills. She don't go do nothing. Like I be saying, people saying, it's like, no, look at this. I'm can. I'm still here, it is, and get out my face. <laughs> so shout out to all my acne friends, some of my people that have um, skin conditions and skin issues and stuff like that. And that's what I think about too, because I know some people that had some severe skin um, issues with uh, psoriasis. Um, what's the main one? Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about, the main one today, everybody. Um, what is it? I can't, I told y'all, stuff be leaving my head or whatever, but it's a skin condition or whatever, so shout out to them, because that stuff ain't easy, and I'm just trying to get more secure in things that I'm insecure with, and just like I said, I can honestly tell y'all, baby, if that was 2019, 2020, and I had that butt on my chin, I told y'all, I went and shot around an elementary school trip, all the way out the ball, you feel me, with my whole chin basically raw shining. See, y'all see it shining on that one little spot, but my whole, like the skin was gone, the whole layer of skin. I would have never done that. Them children would have been disappointed because I, I would have not. Even with the mask, I'd have been like, oh, somebody's going to see this or whatever. So that, and it wasn't me being vain. It's just me really now that I can acknowledge. Like, see, back then, I be so uh uh, I don't want to do this because somebody gonna look, they probably gonna be like, oh, she got germs or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, all of that, right? That's what I was thinking, not thinking like, oh, because I look a mess, I can't go. Like, I would be thinking like that. I would. And I, it would have messed it all up for me. Them, them children would have been disappointed. Miss Chastity would have not been there. <laughs> or Jaori Mother, for what they call me, Jai Mother. Um, we had not been there to be with my little friends and have a fun. We really had a good time. I had not. And it would have shut me down. I wouldn't have been trying to go. I was going nowhere. Baby, I've been jumping up in the morning, doing my little, wash my face, put my peroxide on it, put my needle spoon in it. And I've been hitting the door. I ain't trying to cover it up or nothing. Someone made a suggestion to me, put some makeup on it. And I was like, what's this that mean? See, I'd rather have coffee. I understand all its blemishes or whatever else like that, but if I'm dealing with something and whatever is irritating me or trying to come out, my pores open or whatever, I already got all this shit. Why would I put makeup on that to claw that up? No, I don't even want to put anything on there that is uh, antibiotic or some type of, you know, topical cream or something like that that can assist with that. 
I'm not putting no makeup on there. I'm not that brass. But three years ago, I might have. I might have. Because I'm not really a makeup girl. I don't wear um any, I don't wear makeup. I mean, I wear lipstick. Um, I do blush um, every now and then. Sometimes when I go out, I try to be a little fancy. I don't know what I'm doing. I'll be putting a little uh, <laughs> powder to light me up right there. Um, I know the little palette without it, try to contour my face, but mostly this is me. I do. I got thick eyebrows, but they retarded. They've been retarded <laughs> since, or should I say, they are um, developed. They have a developed disability. That, that's the proper term for it, because I don't want to get no damn um, inbox about that talking about retarded, because they don't use retarded no more, right? I do. But, uh, yeah, one time I went and got them waxed, they never grew back the same. So they grew back, but not in all areas where I need them. So my eyebrows are really big, but still, like, in a front a little bit. I, yeah, I feel them in. Um, and everything else like that. Yeah, I feel them in. And then I do like that, and I put a little while. Do I put Vaseline on my face and my face is already oily? Don't ask me. Um, but, um, but I do. That kind of be like my regimen at night once I water and stuff like that. I go back through it um, and put a little Vaseline on it and cocoa butter. And cocoa butter to do that and make sure that it's good. Um, but yeah, they would have been disappointed, baby. I would have not. I would have not been outside. <laughs> I would have not been outside. So you gotta thank God for growth um, in the process and your ability to acknowledge it because a lot of things that you go through and a lot of things that you are gonna go through, sometimes you will never get that insight into the why um, of it. But I say that if you are truly blessed if you are able to go through something um, and it kind of comes around full circle where you're able to give your testimony or even to support someone else is going through it, and you get that moment to yourself to say, ah, that's why I went through that. That's why I went through that. Because it'd be crazy. You know, when people tell you stories and stuff about what they're going through, and then your mind, you'd be like, oh, my goodness. That's what I, oh, my goodness, yes. I can get there. I understand that. I'm trying to do that, too. Because um, what I did notice, too, about me is that a lot of times when people share, I have a strong ability to be able to connect and relate with people. So a lot of times when people share things and different stuff like that, or they share the feeling that they're going through, whether it be negative or whatever, like that, I'm kind of always one of them spurs that want to respond in a way to actually let them know that I understand and that what I'm going through is, or what I've been through is something similar. So I try to talk from that place. And I think that a lot of times is because people are always questioning, you know, the information that you have to say, question it for whatever reason, it may be your age or sex or whatever, I'll say that, but you know, you can't tell people nothing. Um, so people will question it, you know what I mean? Um, it may be you younger than them, or whatever. So sometimes people will question your advice or even your encouragement or your consolement you know, for them for various reasons. Um, so I know that I started kind of being like when people tell me stuff, I'm like, mm, yeah, you know, I would listen. I'm like, yes, because this was the situation whenever I said that, but I realized sometimes that can come off wrong. Sometimes you just gotta listen, girl. You just gotta listen to what the person is saying because sometimes when people are going through something or they feel a certain way, they are going through that process of owning it. For themselves so they can heal from it, right? So sometimes um 
when you give back that information to them. Um, and it's not your intention to kind of let them know I can relate or I've been there and you giving back that information. It kind of puts off their issue to say, oh, well, it ain't nothing. I've been through it and I got through it. Um, so you got to be real careful on how you deliver your um, condolences to people a lot of times or your empathy or your sympathy to people. Um, show I say. So like I say, you sympathize. If you went through it, you empathize. Or you can feel them. You haven't necessarily been through it, but you can get why they're feeling the way that they feel. Um, so I realized that. Like I had started being like us. And guess what, y'all? And I got y'all because my camera just went dark. Give me a little bit, while Y'all be getting to see me move all around and all that stuff. I'm in the town. I can unplug this. And plug up my yeah, just gotta plug up my phone. That's it. Woohoo! It moved it a little bit because I got all these cords going. I mean, let me see. Let me stand up here. Y'all see it, y'all. Y'all see that? I got a little closer. I see y'all can see that part. It's ugly. Ooh, and I can. <laughs> I can laugh about it now. <laughs> and I can laugh about it now. That's what's so funny. Not that I don't feel some type of way about it, because I really do. Um, but I can laugh about it now. And sometimes you do. You just got to laugh to yourself. Um, but yeah, where I was at in my statement, basically what I was saying is that sometimes you have to take it in, even though it's your intention, they kind of let people know that you understand where they come from or what they're going through. Sometimes you can do that without, mm, what do I want to say? For like a person saying, making it about you. And I, I've realized that. <laughs> that I'd like, somebody would be telling me something, and I'd be like, because, mm, yeah, when I was such a such, or I know such and such and such, and I just be trying to be helpful. But that was another situation, too, that I was faced with in the last couple of weeks. Um, and when they came to me and they told me that, you know, what I thought was, and giving them my condolences or trying to console them, um, they were made to feel like what they was going through really wasn't anything because I had been through it and gotten through it. But I just had to reiterate to them that that's not exactly, that's definitely not where I was coming from. Um, and I do apologize for that. Yeah, sometimes you just got to listen. I come on here and talk, talk, talk your head off. I talk because I got to. Because y'all be acting like y'all want to talk to me and y'all team, but I don't. That y'all are watching. So keep on watching because I'm going to keep on rolling. I'm no, I'm going to keep on rocking no matter who is rolling, right? I'm going to keep on rocking. That has been my message to several times before. I'm going to keep on rocking. I also was talking about the season that came in last week. I gave y'all a shout out and gave y'all, but that happy new year. Yes, we are in the spring. Last week's topic was spring forward, just giving y'all that encouragement and letting new things develop and grow in your life. Um, we definitely well in, what, one week into that season. The weather has been great. I got my um, windows open, my back door open, and someone coming here. Well, I'm going to say if money gave me, he definitely would be saying, it's cold, because I know he got his heat on. Um, but I got that open. I'm trying to get some air. I've really been enjoying the weather. But, you know, I've been mismatched. The sun been shining. Um, but that breeze has been um, a lot chilly, definitely, definitely. 
Um, and I just was talking about this Sunday, too, this Sunday, coming through, right to be fun Sunday. Time is moving, and it always been moving. I'm telling you, since they didn't got in these 20s, these year has been flying. But we say that every year, right? We say that every year. We say that every season um, that time is flying and it's going through. So you got to be appreciative of all of the time, even though they keep on messing with this time. But it's only how we are. It's only an hour. <laughs> and with that being said, I definitely thank you all for joining me every week for these two hours for me to talk to you. Yeah, I got to bring some people through here. I'm still looking for my perspective guests to come through here and talk to me, which are in the course let you know what they got going on with them and what is the what of the what. Um, I was so sad that I did not get to make it to, well, not scared, but just a little disappointed um, that I was feeling be below the weather. Where the old heads to, too? Under the weather. The old heads. Under the weather means sick, right? That's what everything. That doesn't necessarily mean that you got to be having a cold, right? And that's why like right now I'm feeling like a little congested, but I don't have a cold. I'm not coughing, I'm not sneezing, I'm not nothing. It just feels like a little rough. I've been dealing with like a little headache. My stomach's in what's your name. I love to eat, <laughs> but um, I have not been eating like I need to. I am really looking, but that might can help me though. That might can help me because I'm looking forward. My brother's getting married this year. That's what's coming up. 916, guys. I can see day. Did you say you have a headache? Yeah. And a little congestion. And a little congestion. Don't and do what it. Else, what, what else is your symptom? What, what else is your symptom? What you say? What else are your symptoms? What other symptoms you have? That's it. In this bubble, my chin. See, Marty is a German fool, and I just don't told her I was wrong right. last night, but I was I'm not. About to be, you was in my house for a long I time last night. I want you to go get tested for COVID immediately. No, that's why I got me a rapid kit, because you know they was giving them out. Drastically, I do got me a rapid kit, so I am going to take one thank you. Like, no, because I don't play about that, because like I said, um, people be looking at you strange now when you have on your mask and they just think that it's gone, but it's a whole bunch of stuff out here and the stuff just keep on coming, leaking out these legs and out these mad signs is mine. Um, so I didn't have I just lights all the hell out this chair that you were sitting in. I just lights all the hell out this chair. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. But he for real though. I look, I was talking, I was sitting on there, I was talking, I got so excited. <laughs> Look, and the, the, the crazy thing is, right, I felt it. It was like, a, <laughs> I think I had drunk some water, right? I was talking, just moving, and I felt it like a motherfucker. Look, it's a good time. Oh, you spitting on me, baby. I was Caesar. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm sorry. And we here and sat down because they don't play about no germs. It be so funny when you see somebody. I'm the same way. It be so funny when you see somebody. <laughs> That be carrying your stuff with you. I told you, I sometimes you just got to dig on that. But yeah, those are my symptoms. I should have did it. The last couple of minutes, I might can get up. And it would, I might do it, but look, that might be a HIPAA violation because that's my business. <laughs> I'm going to violate my own HIPAA rights. Talk about I'm ready to do a, a rapid test on, um, on the show. But I am going to do a rapid test. I'll let y'all know the results. 
And definitely, I'm going to let you know on these tonight. He said, uh-uh. And that's why I use that big bottle of Lysol. You had sitting right there. Because he definitely has Lysol spray, Lysol wipes. I was doing that. I was sitting in there. You know, I Lysol wipe, wipe on my hands and everything. I'm saying that. So, yeah, I got a headache on. I don't know what's going on. Probably because I, I didn't eat. That's what I'm, that's really what I'm thinking it is. Because my stomach is a little queasy. So I'm trying to tell myself, like, you need to go and eat. You need to go eat. And I think that's what it is. Even though I've been um, drinking water and stuff like that, trying to make sure that I stay hydrated. Um, I don't know. That's right what it is that I didn't eat. So I don't know. And then probably this pollen and this air coming through this door, like I said, it's a little bit chilly. But yeah, you can hear it in my voice. I'm like a little bit cold. And I laid around all day. I got up, of course, started my daily routine like I always do, but I just did not have the energy, like my stomach. Just my stomach. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like that again. Um, but again, I'm going through some things, psychically, mentally, and unfortunately, it's affecting me physically. And then your physical ailments are starting to affect your mental. So thanks, Moni, for now. It's in my mental that I might got COVID. So now that's another thing. I'm like, oh, no. Um, but also, thank God that <laughs> um, you brought, but that sounds okay. <laughs> Hello, all y'all. Blame it or that, guys. I'm going to blame it. I ain't blaming on nobody. I'm going to go get the test. I'm going to go. Oh, look, I can't step over this cord. Because I got this phone charged up and I don't want to get that uh, disconnected from y'all. But immediately when I wish your name and I get off there, I'm going to go ahead because now Moni then added to my mental state. He's like, wait a minute. I need to go get something. And I don't blame him because Moni not too, a couple of weeks ago too, he was under the weather. He wasn't feeling good. So I don't blame him. Nobody likes to be sick. And I definitely am not the one don't want to um, spray anything else like that. And I don't want to get put out. Baby, if I call money and say, oh my goodness, they came there. So I'm going to take a screenshot of a ticket in the room. Like, you bought that over here. <laughs> we might have you on a ritual. Because <laughs> he probably got a little touch OCD too. They had to be getting um, tested. Look, to get your clearance. Like how they did me on the um, Baltimore Fashion Week last week. When I came on there and gay, they were so, where your vaccination going? Oh, no, no vaccine, no vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> they were so, uh-uh, you don't have no God, you don't have no baby. I was so, mm, they, they was not letting me come through there. <laughs> so you might try it, you do that person, in order to get you to be exposed, um, them be exposed um, doors and KWM unlimited doors, baby. It was so, uh-uh, I need to see your test. Um, or your vaccination COVID. Yeah, you got that right. You know it. That's right. <laughs> Look, what the kids say, no cat. Ain't even being extra or adding on that, okay? And that is coffee. That no, 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 that's tea. Because I can't put no sugar, no cream, no, the cream to lighten that up, or no sugar to make it sweet, because that definitely is serious. Um, but just like I said, yeah, he was under the weather a little while, so he don't want to be sick, he don't want nobody to make him sick. And he was already, like I said, I was just out and about being all secure with my insecurity showing my butt. And I go on there and see what was funny. And I'm trying to show my butt. He's like, what's that? Man. Money is hilarious that he don't even know it. I forgot to tell you, yeah, one of my shows. 
<laughs> yes, that's exactly how it looked. <laughs> but that was one of my favorite movies. What was it? Osmosis Jones, when they was talking about the germs and stuff like that. That taught me a lot and stuff like that when I was younger, even that whole concept. And that, so germs, I don't play with them. No, I don't. No, I do not. Another thing that gets me is people wash their hands when they use the restroom in the bathroom out in public, but not when they use it in their house or not in the house. Oh, I be catching it. I be so like, you ain't washing your hands. But when you go to a public bathroom and you come out there, you'll wash your hands, but not your hands when you come out your house bathroom. What type of? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's those germs and something going on, I think. Oh, <laughs> I think. Well, at least I'm thinking it now. Thanks, Marty, of what's going on. But just like I said, y'all, I just think it's all contributing to that. It was my grief a little bit, what I was going through. Me also being an overthinker. Me just, uh, me just coming down on myself. The same stuff that I did. You know, the same stuff that everybody did. Um, That is one of my BFS Muff, my homeboy Muff calling me all coming across my screen when he knows I'm on my show. That goes to show you, even though he's the bestie, he don't be supporting me. He should know that I'm on, the, I'm on my show. On my show. Uh, <laughs> so I can't even mention I call you back. But somebody know where I'm calling me. Tell him I call him back. Get off my phone. Hold on. Let me get off my phone. Muff supposed to be going for a softball um, tournament too over the weekend to Columbia, whatever I say that. And um, he know I'm born. He know they can't call me on the humble. Oh, the days when I used to could do that and people can call me in the humble and I could just get up and go. Um, but no, nope, I don't really have that luxury <laughs> as much as I would like to anymore. Um, but y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and take my test. I think I got like a million. Y'all know I'm seven two nine. We even on the broadcast time. We wrap it up a little bit before the time. You know what I mean? Um, but again, I thank y'all for talking to me tonight, or at least listening to me talk. And you know, I talked about it all. What I talked about, I talked about the devastating news that was devastating to me. Of course, when I was listening to the news, and I burned that the reinstatement of that um, his conviction was reinstated. That was vacated just last, last year, like in October and November. Um, it was recently vacated and it has been reinstated. I've been talking about this brother since I started my show, but of course he was made really popular by another podcast. I can't remember the name um, right off the bat. The documents. documents oh, look, check it out. Huh? It was called Serial. Serial. That's it. Serial podcast. Yes. They definitely brought a lot of recognition and a lot of insight into that case. Um, got to, got it recognized. World right, you know, made it national news for real by how they was running it on that podcast. So I'm gonna keep on sharing information for the brother. But just like I said, the sentence has been reinstated. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm going to be on the lookout about it so I can talk about it with y'all. Also, I just mentioned about what the good thing, how all of us struggle with health insurance and needing that need. Definitely do not neglect your health. Health is wealth. It really is. 
make sure you go and get tested for whatever you need to get tested for. I'm going to take this COVID test too as soon as I get in there. Because look, that's right in my head, that OCD. I'm going to take that COVID test. But make sure you need to go. Um, If you need to get tested for something, make sure you definitely go get tested for it. Different other screenings now. The age, is, the age um, requirement for it is dropping. Um, what I am learning on different screenings that I need to get um falls with cancer because it um, runs in my family like i know before the mammogram was what she was 50 or 55 now is at 40 um so has the age falls insurance will pay for it um and the colonoscopy and different things so if you need to get tested make sure you do and don't be afraid to go get tested for whatever it may be things can lay dormant in your um, system and you don't know about it um and a lot of illnesses or or just situations whatever a lot of it could be helped before you letting it get so far. And then it's really not saying there's really nothing they can do. It may be something they have to do, but they have to do a lot more than they would have had to do if you had went sooner. So I definitely encourage you that as I'm encouraging y'all, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. And of course, you better live. Do you hear me? No matter what comes your way, give it your best. And when life show up, live it every day, every second, every moment, y'all. Embrace it all. And stop coming that tea. That's what I'm telling the girls now. I'd rather have coffee, okay? And for all the people that thought they got us, or that they got you, or got me, they giving, I got you, and we giving, I got you. All right, y'all. Till next time, God loves you. God bless you. It was a pleasure, as it always is, every week. Every Thursday, 729 through Biz Rose Radio. It's the Goddess Chaz, Chaz Thrill, the Emperor's Lady Cake Mix. And I'll be back through here giving y'all your news and reviews, letting you know how you better live. See y'all next week, y'all. Hey, tomorrow's Friday. Have a good The Style Lounge Boutique for a different caliber of service. The Style Lounge Boutique. For clothing that fits your lifestyle. The Style Lounge Boutique. At 1734 Maryland Avenue. Trust me. You're going to love it here.